boom chicka boom chicka wild times what's uh, up guys hey buddy Ooh, uh, dude we're all we're, are we all wearing the same thing randomly it, do what are these three this. incredibly Look handsome gentlemen we wearing tonight oh, oh my goodness well oh, Ritter, you got a long sleeve what it we make yeah. these in long sleeves oh yeah listen mm. First of all, I don't appreciate uh, the producer wearing my spirit animal on his bod. <laughs> it's uh, love, it's really annoying. I love you, and it's Christmas time. You know. Yeah. I just, yeah. just want to celebrate you, really. Yeah. You want <laughs> think about it that. is Christmas. What I, up, guys? Uh, I, How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm really yeah. good. Had a fun day building a rabbit hutch, a new one. Uh, I like sure. building stuff. Yeah. So that was a good day. And there's nothing else to Wait, do because so everything's getting locked down again. Full on, oh, dude. Yeah. Starting tomorrow. Yep. yep. Crazy. Yep. Pretty messy. You, uh, so you built a, uh, a pond for your ducks. That was and last now you week. Were building, well, yeah. I mean, last week and now, and now this week you're building, you've built a, uh, a chicken coop. A rabbit hutch, but close. Um, <laughs> Isn't a yeah, hutch no, like where you good, put your man. china, like your fine china? That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's no, what that thing is I've, I've been building a lot, and I've also been taxidermying a tuna head, which has been an interesting process. Um, yeah, I've never. Do you I've have never, work? Do you get paid for any of this? Or no, is, no, is this I have nothing to fun? do. I don't know if you know this, but it's the holidays. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving, and I I go crazy if I sit around for like more than ten seconds. So no, I I, mm-hmm. I shot this tuna. I don't know, like end of September, um, you know, nice, nice big fish and cleaned it up. And I've been drying the head out. And then today I started working on it, um, like carving out all the old dried up flesh and trying to paint it. It's really stinky and gross. So yeah, I was either covered in rabbit shit or covered in old rotten tuna today. So it was a fun day. I enjoyed myself. What about you guys? Is this your first, uh, taxidermy foray? Yep. Never done it before. Just, just, just figuring it out. Yeah. It's fun so far. It's looking pretty good. So is this, is it just a way to get away from the family for a while during a pandemic where you're no. holed up inside or I'm just not, I just or, don't like being inside and I'm like out of things to do. So I'm like doing stuff outside, like taxidermying tunas and building new rabbit hutches that I don't need. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. So is, it, is, is this what you did on Thanksgiving or what'd you do for Thanksgiving? No, we had a delightful little tiny Thanksgiving with my immediate family, you know, not nobody else around, nice. just those in the bubble. Ate yep. a big turkey. Yeah. It was great. The rest uh, of Joe Rogan's elk. Did you eat the elk? Nope, nope, no elk. <laughs> Just did a traditional Thanksgiving turkey, nice. good cranberry, not like the picture that Patrick texted yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> that was oh, God, what, what's up with that? Uh, let's not even get into that right now. With stuffing, mashed potatoes for us, <laughs> the, the, squash, oh, all the yams. Good stuff. Yep, literally everything you just named. Literally okay. every single one. How, how about you guys? How what do you, you do? Yeah. Well, how do you not want to have a fight about the canned cranberry sauce? Oh, I'll get into but that. Why are you shutting that down? Wait, so Peter, okay. what did you have for Thanksgiving? <laughs> what was your meal? Because I think you might have posted uh, it on Instagram. Well, that was the mimosa that I made. That was all. No, you posted a picture of two. Of, you holding two giant bags of Taco Bell. So oh, yeah, I know that that's actually an old picture. And Neil, my, you know, our friend, Neil, yeah. the guy, the whole motorcycle incident we spoke of, yeah. he sent that to me with that headline. I guess he mocked it up oh, okay. and I like within 30 seconds, I posted it as a story. And, uh, then he posted it as a story 20 seconds later. I knew I, it was just so good, man. I was laughing. So you didn't so actually have Taco Bell for Thanksgiving. 
It was the backup plan because we were cooking many things that were uh, we never cooked before. Okay. And uh, if they sucked, it was just going to be Taco Bell. So, but we didn't end up doing it because the shit was good. Nice traditional Thanksgiving yeah. meal: the boring, bland, white everything on the plate is white dinner that Forrest had, <laughs> except the cranberry. Yes. Really? <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Wait, no turkey though. No turkey. Uh, a so, chicken. So the opposite of a, of a traditional Thanksgiving. Oh, well, no, not the opposite. <laughs> it was, we it we was, were going to get to. It was a feathered beaked creature that he ate. <laughs> Correct. It was a fowl for sure. <laughs> you do something, Patrick, or you take yeah, it easy? No, we had uh, just one of my friends over who's a big, he's really into cooking. Um, he's sort of in our inner bubble, even though we're tightening it up now with the, the COVID numbers spiking. He brought two $90 steaks that he had bought at a butcher. So almost $200 oh, nice. worth of steaks. He Jeez. made steaks. Wow. They were fucking great. Um, I made, mm. I took a Bobby Flay recipe for a lasagna and made my uh, homemade bolognese. And I made a whole Ooh. like white sauce and made this super, you know, ridiculous lasagna that was way over the top, came out really good. Bunch of shrimp cocktail, some ceviche. We were all over the map. Cheese you board. The palate of such a Guido. Like you oh, would yeah, rather yeah. eat pasta and pizza than literally anything on earth. You're like, yeah, the steak was good, but lasagna. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Thanksgiving. Like, what oh, are you yeah. talking about? No, I was like, I was like eating enough of the steak to be polite, but I was just like, I that's like one piece of lasagna I can't have. Uh, <laughs> Each bite, you're like thinking yeah. about the lasagna. You don't get oh, that. It was so good, but on. so much just like meat and cheese, and you know, yeah. I always fill up before the meal because I'm a pig. Yeah, yeah you're a it's, picker. It's really tough to juggle, dude. All that food. You're, so this one yeah. time, and we will get into the podcast eventually. But this reminded me of a good story of Papa P and me. Um, uh -huh, uh -huh. People love we're flying cross cross country to New York. This is a drink, Brosners, by the way. It's the holidays. We're playing the game. This oh, nice. is a Pat and Forrest story. That's, Everybody take that's a That's a drink? A Pat and Forrest story is yeah. a drink? Nice. Yeah. Yep. Should be. Mm -hmm. Fucking should be, bro. Damn right. Yeah, so we're flying cross country. Patrick and I just being cool guys. We're pitching something in uh, New York City. And uh, the uh, the lovely hostesses, because there were multiple of them, seat Patrick and I on either sides of the aisle, right? Flight's pretty empty. It's like a late night flight. Coach. And uh, coach, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Cable yeah. TV. I'd yeah. like to say we made it yeah. and we don't fly coach anymore, but that's not true. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, Patrick's over there on one side of the aisle and he's got the screen up with the storyboard and these pictures of like all these menacing looking sharks. And I'm on the opposite side of the aisle, straight across from each other with the screen up with all these crocodiles. And we're going back and forth and we're going on and on about these ideas for the show and how crocodiles this and sharks that. And these, these, very attractive flight hostesses keep kind of walking by. And eventually one of them like kind of accidentally bumps into, I think it was Patrick and goes, Oh, what, what do you got there? And he's like, Oh, you know, like no big deal. I'm just like a really famous Hollywood producer. And this is my partner. And, uh, you know, we're just going <laughs> oh, to New dude. York to make millions of dollars. Yeah. No, he didn't say any of that, but he, you know, we just like explained what we we're doing, that we make TV and there was nothing to do on this flight. There was like 12 people on the plane and this was long before COVID. So before we knew it, these two flight hostesses had brought us what would you say eight gin and tonics each? Like it was just every I time mean, they would walk Jesus, by, they would just I, put two each on our on our little tray tables, and they were yeah. they started doing a lot of like shoulder caressing as the flight a went on. I was just about to point that out. A lot of shoulder touching, swear to God, like all this hanging happened. out above us. I swear yeah, to God, no. do you have tank tops on? 
We did nah, not. Nah. We looked very, very formal. We were getting that. We were going yeah. to New York for business. Um, <laughs> it's a yeah, red so eye. Red, red eye. Mind and, you. Red eye. Red eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We stay mm-hmm. up the whole flight. We land at like, I don't know. It was like three 30 in the morning. And these flight hostesses, as we land, they're like, Oh, where are you guys going? We're like, Oh, we're going to Manhattan. They're like, Oh, you know, our hotel's actually just around the, uh, around the block. If you guys want to come by for a drink and Patrick and I certainly wow. looked at each other and we're like, nah, we got to pitch at like 9am. We, we can't do that. So we, uh, get in a cab, go from O'Hare to, uh, or not O'Hare, uh, uh, what the hell do you call it? Um, Kennedy, yeah, Kennedy, JFK. Yeah, JFK, JFK, yeah. JFK to, uh, to Manhattan. And it's like three in the morning and Patrick and I are fucked up because these chicks have been force feeding us gin and tonics <laughs> the gin entire flight. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. And we haven't eaten anything because it's a coach flight. Nice. They don't feed you. And so we get in, it's Solid like three 30 in the morning and Patrick's like, dude, do you want to like get some pizza? I'm like, yes, so bad. I literally <laughs> thought you were going to say, go, dude, do you want to give each other hand jobs? <laughs> we no, probably should. <laughs> we probably needed it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And uh, yeah. anyway, the so story is getting some... way too long. It's 3.30 in the morning. Nothing is open near our hotel. And we end up walking for, I, I don't know, an hour, Patrick? What would you say? Yeah, for sure. At least. We walked for what felt like ever until we found uh-huh. the only place open in the entire city of New York, it felt like. And sat down, and I swear to God, and, and drunkenly each had like four slices of pizza, made it back to our hotel room like <laughs> at sunup. Um, <laughs> Pitch at nine. It's now 6.30. No, yeah, 100%. And by the way, like the point of the story is the fact that if you offered me a billion dollars to find that pizza place, I couldn't. Never again. There's there's absolutely no, no way. And it was the best pizza I've ever had in my life. And it'll just, it's just gone. It's gone. I'll Dude, never never le- know where legit. it was. And I you know I've I lived in New York for a short period of time. I've I've spent a lot of time there. It was the best New York pizza I've ever had. And it's not just because we were drunk or because <laughs> we were so hungry. But right. but like, you it know was so good. Of course, like whenever I'm in an, a line at the airport, I like mm-hmm. to look around and I pick out the person that's going to be on my flight that looks the worst, <laughs> like where I know they're going to be spilling into my seat. I know they're going to smell bad. I, I go, who's the last person you want to sit next to? And I know, uh-huh. I swear to God, 90 fucking percent of the time they sit next to me. <laughs> like everyone I know has a story where they sat next to some beautiful girl and like they partied in New Orleans for a weekend. Everyone's got one of those stories. Yeah. I've never had it. <laughs> and the fucking wow. one time that like, no joke, these stewardesses were really, they were, they were like very attractive. They really uh, were yeah. invited yeah. us mm-hmm. to their room to drink with yep. them. And then by yep. the way, they were flying to Vegas the next day and then they had mm-hmm. a down day. So then That's the next right. day they texted us. They're like, well, Hey, if you want to, fl- I know you had meetings, but if you want to fly to Vegas, come party with us. That's right. I totally like, forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. Swear yeah. to God, dude, every detail. <laughs> I have I have a, I have a question about this. So were you, I mean, were you flirting with them? Were you guys chatting with them? I mean, they were like hooking you up and standing there and talking with you while everybody else was we weren't, we weren't not flirting with them. It wasn't <laughs> like we were like in the back of the plane doing the like, Hey, like leaning up against the counter being like, where's your next leg? We were just sitting yeah. there minding our business, being two hot guys who sell TV <laughs> shows. And then we, yeah, you know, they yeah. kept bringing us gin and tonics. We weren't not flirting with them, but we weren't like being yeah. like, what's up? What's up? You know? It was right, really right. strange. But I mean, so. Because we're not, would you, we're not actually like, huh? neither Forrester or I are the guys who walk into a bar and like girls are like, ooh, who's that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, yeah, it yeah, was fucking yeah. weird. It just, 
you know, God, God <laughs> threw one in our laps and we didn't take it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think, I don't think that chicks even do that ever to anyone. That's just like what guys think they do. Ooh, who's that? Like, unless that's it's just like not in any of our experiences or, or something. Yeah. It's like, there's like 0.0001% of the population that can get chicks to do that. Ooh, who's that? They're just like more shots. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, every time I've been with one of my girlfriends, like a friend who's a girl, and they're doing that about a guy every time the yeah. guy's like six, four. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying All right. six, four so or it. above. They're exactly six, four. <laughs> that's the Dude, Andre the giant must've been pulling mad. <laughs> no, he's too tall, bro. <laughs> Way too tall. Um, all right. So for the brothers uh, who are yeah, here, for lots of wildlife and adventure content. Let's, let's get into some of this shit for us. What's, Yes. What, yeah. what, what came across your desk? What's your third favorite thing that came across your desk this week? Mm, my third favorite thing that came across my desk. Actually, my least favorite thing that came across my desk was uh, what I would like to call a calamity. Oh, I'll Ooh, feed you, baby birds. This, I'll feed you. Is this a play on uh, words of some sort? Here? It is. It is Ooh. because there was an intern um, – <laughs> who was uh, working, where was it? I want the Philippines. I'd have to double check. Anyway, was working and opened up this clam. Iceland. And Iceland. found this. It was in Iceland? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. 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 Anyway, Ming the clam was the world's oldest ever recorded living creature at 507 years old. Um, it was found in 2006 in Iceland. That's right. Yeah. And was accidentally killed by this intern. You know, this clam was born in 1499 and survived from the Ming dynasty until the invention of the iPhone and a fucking intern decided to open it up and kill it. Um, which, oh my uh, god! Yeah, that's uh, that's why you know all of you, all all the brosners that send me these uh, messages are like, "Hey, can I come intern?" No, because you're just gonna kill the clams, and we can't have any of that around here. I um, mean, so so do you do you have any idea of the mechanics of of why he opened? Because if you open a clam, it dies, right? I would correct. Assume. Yeah. Correct. So why the fuck I, did he open it? I, I honestly, I haven't, I looked at the headline and was like a little bit too annoyed to read the whole story, to be honest. But, you know, there's a lot of studies on bivalves that have to do with longevity and cause they're slow growing and depth and uh, even, even carbon uptake, all kinds of stuff. So I'm guessing the, the kid was, or whatever, the intern was supposed to be taking some kind of a small sample quickly in order to not mm. kill the clam, but obviously didn't, you know, follow protocol. And that, that was the end of that. Well, I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead, Peter. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, we've all worked with interns, you know, it's, I'm not saying, but it's just, there's kind of this lack of confidence yet wanting to prove that you know what the fuck you're doing at the same time. Like when I was young and I had my first career job, I would do dumb shit, not all the time, <laughs> but like once a month I would just do something really stupid. Like one time I ex, well, not really even accidentally sent out a, uh, coupon for a free meal at Kentucky Fried Chicken to the entire company, uh, including like the president, everyone. My boss was livid with me. I don't know what I was doing. I thought they'd like it. And like this one chick just got furious because she was a vegan and so on and so forth. But I mean, I don't even know to this day what the fuck I was thinking. That's wait, what that uh, intern, wait, hang on. that's what happened. What did you yeah. do? You glazed over. I was, it was, what were it you was a, doing? 
It was a rainy day. It was late. Everybody had left the office. I was there with like my boss in this giant office. I was in my cubicle. It was gray. I don't know. I was in a weird mood. You know how you get in a weird mood? It was like a Friday. I think it was Friday. And And you're like, uh, hey, everybody needs KFC. Like what made you think of this? Dude, and to be honest, then I looked at the email right after it went like I saw like the president. This is like, you know, hundreds of million dollars a year company. (laughs) And uh, I was just like, oh, my God, my boss immediately calls me. He's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Dude, I don't know what I I said. You got hacked, dude. I got hacked. That's what you say. I got hacked. I would never send that out. By the way, did you put a little note with it? Okay, in case anyone's peckish. Yes, I did. (laughs) Oh, God. Correct. Yeah, I did. (laughs) That's uh, it was like Friday. Nuts. I was like, people like this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what I was but so the, your Ming the Clam story reminds me of of uh, something that happened in California. So about four and a half hours north of where I live in L.A., there's a place called Inyo National Forest, and they have mm-hmm. uh, the whole forest. It's up in the mountains. It's bristlecone pine trees. So there are these like yep. Dr. Seuss looking trees that are all like tangled up and wound around themselves. They're very cool looking. They're not very big, but they live a really long time. So the, uh, the oldest tree in the world today, freestanding tree with a single root system, you have to make that declaration because there's two different <laughs> clarifications. But the oldest living tree now is there. It's a 4,850-year-old tree. Um, but in 1964, so this is a while ago, uh, there was a much older tree. It was like 5,300 years old and it had a little plaque, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy, Donald Curry, I just Googled it because I wanted to make sure that I had my facts right on this one. <laughs> he was working uh, and they had he, they'd asked him to go take a, a core sample from the tree, right? So you put this little boring tool yep. into the thing, you pull a core sample yep. out. I, Pulls I'm, out a core, yep. Mm-hmm. I guess you would do that to check mm-hmm. on the health of the tree or whatever. But it's yep. like a thing. People right. hike to this tree to go see it. Uh, right. So he puts his core core tool in, pulls it out, and he's broken off the drill bit inside the tree. And he's like, oh, fuck, oh, the drill bit's like 1200 bucks. I'm going to get fired. A park ranger comes by and assists <laughs> him in cutting it down to, to retrieve get the, drill bit wow. back. the drill bit. Oh they my killed God. the it's oldest living organism in the world uh, to retrieve a That's drill bit. People do dumb shit. That is by insane. The, yeah. Dude, by you know the way, did you... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, this reminded me of this. What's kind of interesting with regards to the clam and the tree, both those animals... Um, well, as um, most people know, when you cut down a tree, you can kind of count its age by counting the rings. Bivalves, right. like clams, are also calculated by um, adding up the growth rings... Uh, left in the shell because oh, they wow. Um, wow yeah there's, so there's seasonal variations in the shells they grow every year and so you can add those up just like a tree so i don't know it's just kind of interesting you talked about the oldest tree i talked about it the oldest clam they're the only two animals on earth as far or not animals but two living creatures on earth as far as i know that you count their age by the rings dude speaking of uh animal ages did you guys know that sharks have existed longer on earth than trees have Found that out today. Relatives of sharks, yeah, for sure. They're super ancient. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, not like today's sharks. But, but I mean, the animal has existed longer than fucking trees. I think it was 450 million for the 
ancestors I, of sharks. I think it's more. I think it's over 600 million. Yeah, I, I'd have to it's check, crazy. but it's a very long time. Yeah. Trees? No trees, trees on the earth. Been around? I, that's well, what I'm saying. I would have guessed it's, trees I'm were like, like the, the earth's 4 billion years old. I would have guessed trees were like 3 billion years old. <laughs> I, I think it's Dude. our version of what trees are because there were large ferns and there were, you know, some soft vegetation and very different types of vegetation millions of years ago to what we have today as quote unquote trees. I don't really know, but I know sharks are one of the largest um, or sorry, largest uh, oldest living animals. Weird. It's wild, dude. It's, it's also wild to think about that at a certain point on the earth when it was just plants, there was plants everywhere, but no flowers. So it was all just fucking green. And then one day like flowers just sprouted so that what bees could have something to do. I mean, well, that shit's crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, yeah, more or less reproduction. But yeah, anyway, what uh, what do you guys? You got? I got a couple other interesting news things. You guys got anything well, that yeah, came across to, the old desk? I thought this was pretty interesting. So, one of our brosners uh, reached out to me on on the old Instagram. Uh, nice. Guy named Foreman Mills. Which, okay. if I tell you the guy's name is Foreman Mills, wh- where do you think? What part of the country do you think he lives in? Oh, he's he's in the he's he's like a Kansas loke for sure. No, no, he's in uh, North Carolina. He is ah, okay, uh, okay. he's a Marine, right? Oh, okay. much much tougher than any of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Foreman Mills hit me up and he sent a link to the story as well, but he wanted to get get our opinion on this. So he says, "Hey, just wanted to say I'm a big fan of the podcast. Want to share a story with you? I'm a Marine stationed on Camp Lejeune in North Carolina." And we are—we have been told we are not allowed to run or work out at night because there have now been four coyote attacks on the base this year. And he sent what? the article. Wow. So it made like whatever the local news. So coyotes have attacked four Marines in North Carolina. Uh, I That's very have a fair amount of experience with coyotes because I used to live up in the, in the hills up in Hollywood. And me and my, my idiot roommate, Matt Ralston, who is a comedian – uh, we would sit out and get drunk on the porch at night, and we had a coyote that we fed. Uh, we it liked hot dogs. Um, but similar to the dingo, which in Australia, like, they don't typically attack large people, right? They'll attack a toddler. Sure. Right. Pretty crazy that coyotes are attacking, actively attacking Marines, big, burly, tough dudes. What do you think about that? There's something Forrest? going on there. Yeah, there's something going on there. So these things do happen. It's very few and far between, right? It's like the dingo that ate the guys on Fraser Island. Or, right. you know, I, I do remember a few coyote. Uh, I think there's been two or three fatal coyote attacks on adult people. But all of those situations are based on, like, there's, an, there's, an, there's another factor going on, whether... I don't think in this case this would be it, but whether those animals have rabies, right, and they're attacking because uh, they're out of their minds, or they're desperate for food. Like maybe on this base, and I, I know nothing about this base in North Carolina, sure, so sure. I'm just I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. But maybe this whole thing's fenced in, right? And maybe that every Marine goes hunting on the weekends, and now there's 200 coyotes and not a single deer left in this fenced-in property, right? They're starving. They're desperate. I don't know. I'm making shit up, like I said. But my point is there's another factor at play here, like, should you be, you know, and I'm not talking oh, rabies, about rabies um, is not a factor. That was in the article because the people that have been no one died, but the people that have been attacked didn't didn't get rabies from it, at least of the four. Gotcha. 
And again, I like I'm not I'm not saying Foreman Mills or, sure. or any of those Marines are crazy or pussies or anything else, but no one should be scared of a coyote. Like this is not normal behavior. So there's some other factor here. Whether they're pack hunting for some reason, maybe they're coy wolf. You know, maybe there's some sure. wolf DNA in there and something odd going on. Uh, maybe they're desperate for food. Who knows what the reason is? But this is not this is not typical behavior. So I, I don't know what that reason is. I think. I bet there's biologists in North Carolina that are looking into it that are like, wow, this is really bizarre. Let's try and figure out why these coyotes are doing this. And it's not that I don't believe they're doing it. I totally do. But but why? And that's a big question. Like, that's a really interesting question because this is very unusual behavior. If, look, coyotes are 40-pound dogs, right? Like, not even. Like, 30, 20. Like, they're small animals. Like, you that can't take on a 200 pound guy, you know, and it's, it, it's not going to try 99.9% of the time. So there's something very odd going on. Yes. Yeah, so coyotes are 15 up to 45. So, you know, you start yeah. getting up to four. I mean, dude, my dog's 60 pounds. I feel like there's no way my dog could kill me. Right. I, it, it probably could. could. No way. <laughs> All could. right. So, so real quick, Forrest, knowing what you know about sort of the morphology of, of a canine, a coyote, right? Let's say you just come around a corner one night and there's two coyotes. Let's say, I'm going to say three. There's three coyotes and they're sitting there and they're like, you can tell it's on. Yep. How do you defend <laughs> yourself from a coyote? Like, what's the move? I think about this shit all the time. I mean, you want to go on the on the aggressive for sure. These are not and these are so coyotes typically are non-confrontational, right? They're solitary animals like they don't want to fight. They're scavengers. They're eating rabbits. They're eating small things, um, you know, so you when I'll get to the point where like there's no other choice. But first thing you do, you come around the corner. There's three very hungry looking coyotes. You go hard and you go right at them. Like when you turn your back to a predator you are invoking predatory instinct. Like that's turn and run away. And again, that's probably why, or not again, but that's probably why these instances of happening, like these big dudes, like fucking cruising, you know, flying through the Marine reserve. Like or it probably looks like prey running away. Right. Like you want to go the opposite. Mm. You want to go aggressive, offensive, you know, attack mode and be like, you are not fucking with me. You so know, like actually things. what would you do? Stomp your feet, charge at it, go, ah, fuck you. Exactly. I'd, okay. I'd keep maintain eye contact. So eye contact is huge, right? Let them know you can see them, address them, be like, ah, you know, make a lot of noise and go right at them. And 99.999% of the time, especially with something like a coyote, but really any predator is going to turn and flee. They're not going to be willing to take you on. If you flip the scales and go, oh, fuck, that's sketchy and like shake or turn around and get small and run away. Then the predator goes, Oh, this is food. Like food runs away from me. I know this game, you right. know, and then they attack. Now let's say we're beyond that for yeah. whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, this right. Is, this Cause I think what that's I what you want to know. Yeah. 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 We're beyond that. Right. <laughs> yep. Like for whatever reason, like you turned, you ran they're they're on you. You've, you've now got three, let's call them, let's call them 30 pound dogs attacking you. Right. To be safe. Right. In that middle range you know, you're in trouble. Like these are very, so the average canine, the average dog is 10 times the athlete that a human being is, right? Like how high can your dog jump compared to how high you can jump in, in relation to their size and your size? How high can you, how fast can your dog run compared to how fast you can run? The average dog is 10 times the athlete that the average human being is per weight. Um, something like that. Some sure, metric, I don't sure. remember it exactly, but. But you have to fight. I mean, you have to fucking fist fight. You got to hurt. You got to go. You know, you the only thing. You, so there's actually one thing that everybody says you do do when you're when you're 
in a situation with a predator that you can where conflict is imminent and there's nothing else you can do? Take a guess. What, what do you think that would be? Patrick, what do you think it is? So it's coming at me. So it is, you are engaged in combat. Right dick, what, is the, what is the one thing that you, you do to stop the animal from attacking? There's a, this is like a known thing, actually. Okay, it's so pretty ridiculous. I, I have one of two guesses, but I think one is, aren't you supposed to reach into its mouth and like grab its, it's tongue? Guess. Or gouge its eyes. It's that's a really my, good that's guess. my other one. Just go after its but, eyes. By the way, both of those are probably going to be effective because if you injure in both in either of those, the animal's probably going to flee. But there's, there's something else. Ritep, any ideas? You got one move. Dude, I mean, I'm going. I'm going for a fucking kick. Okay, I'm just gonna okay. kick it. Can I that's, say one thing about the kick? I'm not gonna kick it. Yeah, I'll kick a human, but I'm not gonna kick an animal that's on four legs because I know that if I swing that leg, I'm throwing myself off balance for that moment. And so and I'm not gonna kick. Leg. Well, I mean, I have perfect balance. That's true. That's a good point. Arts for twenty yeah. years. <laughs> good point. Well, the one thing that you do, and this is like a known thing, you're in conflict with a predator. It's especially known for big cats. You stick your thumb as hard and as far up its ass as you can. And I'm not just saying that. That is the way Wait, up your own ass or up its <laughs> ass? its ass, not your own ass, you dipshit. No, you literally, if you're engaged in conflict with with a carnivore. You are supposed to, if you can, work your thumb as hard as you can up its rectum, and that will release. That will cause it to release, and most of the time, flee or at least re-engage, giving you an extra second. Interesting. So it's, yeah. that's like a known thing. Yeah. Ew. Well, well I mean, yeah. does the same <laughs> thing work dead. in a? Does the same thing work in a fight with like an omn an omnivore, like another human? It, I feel it like for sure does. Like you tell me, there's a guy that comes at you anywhere, any bar, any any location. It, and you just yeah. shove your thumb up him like Listen, he's he's not going to keep you fighting. Can, <laughs> if you can get your thumb up somebody's ass without being killed by that person first, they're definitely going to scurry away. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt. So that's a hell of a just, move. Just a quick interesting tidbit here. So a coyote, uh, I was just I googled the bite force of a coyote just to sure. see because they're they are small and they're fucking kind of yeah. thin and they have thin little legs. Uh, yeah. And their faces mm -hmm. are very weaselly, this long kind of snout. Mm -hmm. So a coyote's bite force, typical coyote measures at 235 pounds per square inch, right? 235 PSI is the Good. exact same as a pit bull. A German, oh, wow. a German yeah. shepherd, a full-grown German shepherd measures around 238. So wow. you're talking about wow. these little animals that don't look like they could fuck you up, whereas you see a pit bull with its big round head and its muscular jaw, and you assume right. that yeah. that will just bite your arm off in one false swoop. Um, right. Yep. But coyotes and pit bulls and German shepherds all have roughly the same bite force. Here's a quick trivia piece, though. Uh, what would you guess, now that you know German shepherd, uh, pit bull are 235 to 238, what mm -hmm. would you guess a full-grown African lion bite force is? Oh, it's, yeah, let's go 238. I'm going to go like 800, 900 pounds. Ooh, I'm only going to go five to 600. If it was the price is right, which it is, Peter actually <laughs> wins this. Wow. There you go. Still 691. So three times. Yeah, that's a lot. Three times a pit bull. I mean, dude. And, and imagine what a hyenas is. So like oh, lions attack by, by, by like crunching down on meat, right? Hyenas go through bone. Um, you know, I, I, so I was guessing based on just astronomical strength. Oh, but my that, God. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's the hyena? Don't want to fuck with a hyena. 
1,200 PSI. There you go. So you're talking about more than five times the force of a pit bull for a hyena, which is is a bigger animal, but not astronomically bigger. Not astronomically bigger. Smarter too than, than, than Uh, probably. I don't know that. that. Just different, different smarts. Yeah. But, but yeah, so hyenas, I mean, they're designed to go through bone, which actually this is a perfect little segue because I got a message from a Brosner um, Alex W. Moss, um, who sent, sent a message to directly to me. And, uh, he said, you got to address this on the podcast. He said, what wins in a fight hyena clan of five or wolf pack of five in an open environment? It's a pretty good question. That bite force, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm immediately just because we're right coming right off that bite force fact. I'm going hyena. So sorry, hyena, hyena five hyenas or five wolves, five hyena, Five wolf who wins in the fight, open wolves. environment. I'm going wolves. That, that it's so hard because those wolves definitely have an advantage together. I mean, because they'll they're 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 smarter. But dude, that bite force, five of those hyenas. So the I'm answer, in my opinion, and look, nobody knows the the actual answer, but I would say hands down, it's wolves. So wolves, uh, hyenas are typically solitary animals, right? They don't they don't hunt either. They're generally carnivore or scavengers that are eating. Um, after the lions have eaten, after the leopards have eaten. Wolves are the apex predators in their environments. They are, have complex social dynamics. They know how to work together. A pack of five wolves is perfectly capable of taking down a giant moose, right? A pack of five hyenas, I don't think has ever been recorded taking down, you know, let's say a giraffe, which is something similar in size sort of to a moose. So I, I would say hands down to answer your question, um, was our Brosner's name, Alex. Um, it's it's, it's going to be the wolves for sure. The hyenas, you now once you're on the ground, it's kind of like when you fight that stocky guy from high school who's uh, like an, a, an alpha on the wrestling team. You're like, dude, I'd knock you out in a heartbeat. Right. But the second you get on the mat, the second you get on the mat, he's going to rip you to shreds. And that's kind of how I see this fight, right? It's like the wolves are, they're, they're the Mike Tysons, they're the boxers, they're going to knock you out all day. The second you're down on the ground... That's when the hyenas have the advantage. They're the wrestlers. They're the guys that have the ground game going on. And that's because they're so used to being these scavengers and fending off. Um, Fighting off lions constantly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, but as far as the actual attack for prey goes, it's, uh, it's got to go to wolves. So I'd say the wolves take it over the hyenas. I, I feel like we have to stick well, on this bite force thing for a minute because this yeah, is just fucking fascinating. <laughs> and this is what our show does, right? So I just, I just pulled up. All right, so I want to start this with a buddy of mine, Sam Sheridan, who uh, uh, he's uh, he wrote a book about um, basically fear, and he spent like two years doing all this crazy shit. Um, but he, one of the things he did was he had a police dog. Um, I think it was a German Shepherd, but he did the thing where he put the chainmail suit on and he ran through the field, and the police dog came mm-hmm. and clamped on him. Yep, keeps the teeth from penetrating your. Uh, your chainmail, but you feel the pressure. And he didn't, he had been warned, but Sam is like 6'6". He's buddies with Rogan. Like he's, a, he's in that Muay Thai world. He's had professional fights. Huge yeah. guy, super tough. Uh, he said that the pressure of the dog on his forearm was that he started tearing up and he just fell down to his knees. He was like, I couldn't see or hear. He was like, the pressure which is the PSI that we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of a German shepherd, which we're talking about 238 PSI. 
yeah. was so much that it crippled a giant Muay Thai fighter. All yep. right. So, yeah, I mean, I've pulled up. Yeah. We'll just run through this quick because I think people will be interested in this. Sure. Uh, I pulled up the 12 animals in the animal kingdom with the strongest bite force that are alive today. Don't Google okay. it for us. I was actually looking up something similar that I was going to tell a story about, but please continue. All right, so we'll run through this quick. All right, so. I don't know what number one is. Maybe a crocodile? I don't know. Just go quickly right, through go the quickly. first. Uh, we'll quickly go. All right, no, I'm just going to throw them out there. All right, so we talked about the strongest dog is about 325. That's a cane corso, which is a hor- horrific looking dog. All right, a great white <laughs> shark. A great white shark. Real quick. We'll just Makes go sense. one guess at a time. Forest, great white shark. Uh, great white shark. I'm going to go around. Uh, it's even lower than the hyena. It's a snapping only force. Uh, 900 PSI. Okay, 625. Ah. 625. All right, we already okay. hit lion at about 660. Yep. A, uh, a brown bear, uh, call, often called a grizzly. What would you guess, Peter? You know it's stronger than a shark. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll go, I'll just go an even thousand. 975. Yeah. 975. Okay. So, so four pit bulls. Four. Yeah. Also... Dude, and a grizzly just with its fucking massive body. What does it weigh? 2,000 pounds? 3,000? I mean, you're, you're getting to the huge. point now where, regardless, like, doesn't matter what your chain mail is, it's breaking through the bone, right? Because of the pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, yeah. it's yeah. at that, oh, for, yeah. that much force, it, like, it doesn't really matter oh. what your suit of armor is, so to speak. Like, it'll break through the bone. Well, here's an animal it's that Forrest has made me script. hold up and take a picture with. <laughs> and he was like, just keep in mind if it, watch the head. It'll take your hand off. An alligator snapping turtle. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I'll, I'll just give you this uh, one. It's an even thousand. Yeah. But okay, even more okay, than okay. Grizzly crazy. Bear. Yeah. No, they're scary. I remember, I remember telling you, I'm like, don't get your finger in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but it is trying to bite me, Forrest. You're like, dude, post for the picture. Your face looks weird. It, oh, yeah. It's, it's all smart. it knows how to do is snap. <laughs> yeah. It's in its name. A tiger is about 1,050, <laughs> then a hyena. This one shocks me. More yeah. than a hyena, a, gr- a gorilla. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I didn't realize yeah, gorilla I didn't was more than that. a hyena, but that's that's. I mean, those fucking muscular heads—they're they go that's through fucking, stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. But they're like us. Like, well, yeah. what's ours? Like ten? No. Yeah. Well, even <laughs> pretty pathetic. Thirteen hundred. Oh, guys, actually, take a guess. What do you think ours really is? Because I I looked it up earlier when we were talking about it. What do you think it is? Quick guess. 240. No. 120. 120. 192 is the average PSI of the human bite. It's fucking bananas. That's 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 pretty high. That's That's enough to take off a nipple or a finger or something if you really crank (laughs) it. You You are scared of a dog bite. You're not scared of a human bite because we don't do it. Right. (laughs) Like Like if someone just shouted into you. Uh, For gorilla, sure it would. Thirteen hundred yeah. jaguar, thirteen. That's crazy. Which is shocking to me. Wow, jaguar's Dude. over. Yeah, Fucking that's crazy. Surprising. I'm surprised that a that's feline surprising. has six times the bite force of a dog. That's crazy. Well, I think what's interesting. So a lot of these animals, I don't want to dog like this too much because I'm actually really learning a lot and enjoying it. But you have to think, like, for gorillas, I don't get it. Like, why did they right. evolve such massive bite force? Like, they're mostly eating leaves. But for jaguars, compared to, say, lions or tigers, lions and tigers are typically preying on 
um, you know, soft, fleshy mammals. What's interesting about jaguars, a lot of people don't know this, a lot of their diet in South America consists of caiman, meaning they have to pierce through crocodile skin with those jaws oh, in wow. order to kill one, which okay. is kind there of interesting. Go. So it's like, okay, you know, over generation, you could see their jaws getting stronger and stronger because they have to get through croc hide, which is, you know, thick as shit. Yeah, it's like biting um, through yeah. leather. So, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So. so 1350. Yeah. So we're at about six and a half pit bulls for a jaguar. Now we're going to make a big jump. <laughs> we're jumping up to okay. the third strongest bite force. It's up to 1825 psi. Any Wait, guesses? Can we guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's guess. So we're talking about literally nine pit bulls. I'll th- go yeah, ahead. You know, for us, I'm going to throw one out. Go ahead. Go, go, go. do it. We'll go hippo. <laughs> just because. Oh, it's a good guess. I, Huge I don't know. It's, I mean, it's I'm the thinking correct big guess. Head. It's the correct. Is guess. it really? Yeah. That hippo. wasn't a guess. You Fuck Googled yeah, it. bitch, dude! It's because you guys taught me so much about. You Googled hippos. it. You didn't know that. I swear to God, I didn't. Really? Oh, okay. I, I didn't that's know. That's a great guess. I was trying to think. I was like, guess. big head, big jaws. Yeah, that's good. All right, that's good. Forrest They're gets so the next big, guess, dude. Eighteen twenty-five for a hippo. Now we're jumping up even bigger to twenty-one twenty-five. Nine. Is this, is this the number one? This is number two. So you've got number two. Think about there are two species that haven't been named. What might yep. they be? What might number two be? I, I'm 99% sure that number one is a crocodile, just from all the time I've spent working with crocodiles. I don't know. Yeah, I'm 99% sure that a crocodile is the number one bite force. Is there maybe a so similar I'm, kind of animal? That- yeah, so I'm going to go alligator for number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So the alligator is at 2125. Um, all right. God. So here's the thing. We've filmed around a bunch of gators. I have with Forrest. Tons. I don't yeah. touch the gators or handle them. <laughs> the way that you guys, you and Chris Gillette and some of these gator people, uh, handle the gators. It's sort of made me, it's made me feel like, Oh, a gator bites, like kind of like getting bit by a dog. No, you get complacent though, right? Because you see guys like Chris and I like tickling them in the chin and like lifting them up and right. like not even restraining them. And you're like, oh, like they're, it's not that bad. It's really right. bad. <laughs> I mean, that's unspeakable. Like yeah. I've seen people who have been bitten by dogs and what that can do to you. You're talking totally. a, a dog bites nothing. That's like a mosquito yeah. bite compared to an alligator, which. We don't even think of alligators as being that dangerous in like the wildlife right. world. But holy shit! Well, I mean, or am I wrong? Animals. Maybe it's just me. I'm an idiot. No, no you're well, not wrong. I, they are scary, scary animals. I mean, and that's the thing: crocodiles and alligators are their entire like mode of killing is the snap of that jaw, right? Then right. they go into the death yeah. roll and blah blah blah. But they don't have, you know, bears have claws. Like, uh, you know, everything else has something else to work with, right? More or less, and brains, uh, not, yeah, not just brains, exactly. brains. Like, yeah, you spot smarter. on. But the the crocodile has nothing but that giant clamp of teeth. That's it. That's all it's got. You know, it's gonna, it's got to hang on. It's got to roll. It's got to spin. It's got to yeah. swim under. Like that's it. And it, nature yep. has made it so that it's funny. I didn't know that it went alligator and then crocodile, but it makes sense. You know, they're closely yeah. related. And it's just like there, that that animal is a giant lever. That's all it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it sits open. And that's it. Once it once it's locked down, that's all it's got. And it's it, you do not want to end up in there. Like yeah, if you get bitten by a three or four foot alligator, I think we talked about this on a few podcasts ago. The damage is going to be really significant because of the amount of power behind those jaws. Now, what's interesting yeah. is alternatively, and a lot of people don't know this. I've caught fifteen foot crocodiles, 
and I can hold their jaws shut like this with with two hands, like with sorry, with like two fingers, like that. All of that strength is in go in the downward force. They have almost no strength in ability to open their jaws. It's all a downward single action muscle. Um, you yeah, can literally crazy. hold. Yeah, you can it's hold huge nuts. crocodiles and alligators just with your fingers and keeping their mouths shut um, and get it shut with two fingers. But yeah, go. It's just. It, they just have well, no ability to go the other way. No well, think about like the it. human shoulder, right? A normal guy my size could could grab a pair of maybe 60-pound dumbbells and press them over their head this way. But if you have to right. lift them up like this, like vertically exactly. from down by your leg where your hand rests, Nothing. it's much yeah, harder. No way. Uh, yep. That's crazy, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fucking nuts. It's, it's almost as if they've evolved, kind of like you said, to do that one thing thing it's all or nothing yeah it's just that's the final shot and it's learned how to just go after animals that'll be the easiest like little fucking does that are drinking out of the (laughs) pond or whatever just well they're sneaky too that's the other thing that they have going for them you know like they're 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 element of surprise you know you'll always see like on discovery channel and shit when they attack all like the eyes are out they're so like subtle and quiet (laughs) and then just boom whatever animal just into the water yeah they're uh, they're good they're perfect they're yeah. perfect. You know, I've said this before. It's you were talking about how old sharks lineage is retap. Crocodilians are the same. They haven't changed in mi- hundreds of millions of years because they're perfect. They don't need to change. There is no, so evolution is, is derived from necessity, right? We, we evolve because we need to change. Things are changing. We need to change. We need to keep up. Crocodiles have been the same for hundreds of millions of years. Cause they're like, Hey, we got it. Like we, we <laughs> it's working. Like, why would I need to get stronger or move more on land or be bigger or be smaller. I don't like I'm perfect. Right. I've got everything figured out. I don't need to eat for a year at a time. You know, I can move slowly. <laughs> I can shut my body down. Uh, I, I, I get one meal and I'm good for months. Like I'm perfectly stealthy. I can blend into the environment. They're like, I'm good. I am good to go. Fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. And then jumping to Crocs. Uh, so alligators were at 2125 PSI. And this is okay. by far the biggest jump. We're almost doubling that to a crocodile, up to 3,700 wow. psi. So to put that in context, Jesus, that is more than ten times the strength of the strongest dog. That yeah, is the equivalent crazy. of seven, six African lions' bite force. <laughs> a crocodile. It's crazy. Imagine how Does bad that- it would hurt to get bit by a lion. Oh, and yeah. now it's six <laughs> times worse. I mean, you, you can't comprehend it. It's like saying how big is space yeah. or what does infinity mean? You can't yeah, comprehend, you can't it. comprehend 3, it. 3,700 nope. pounds of PSI. No, it would just no, crack I mean, it you. just, just shatters, shatters, shatters whatever it grabs, you know? What um Does it say out of interest, Patrick, a species? Does it say Nile or saltwater or anything like that? Or does it just salt, say crocodile? Saltwater. Saltwater crocs. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they're very scary animals. I mean, that's what I was after in Indonesia, looking for that one with the tie around its neck. And, uh, that one was about 16 oh, yeah. feet long. And I was like, boy, sure don't want to end up on the wrong side of that animal. Yeah. You might want to just <laughs> keep the number 3,700 in your head for your next croc excursion. See, this is Good why God. like ignorance is bliss. Like ignorance is bliss. I don't want to know that. Like they're just, they're just, you know, they're like misunderstood dogs, you know, it's just this like big scaly dog and I'm just going to go in the water and catch it and everybody wins. Like it's better to just not think about these things. Think about this. Think about like when you're like on a bench press, right. And you're like, Doing whatever, you know, let's say you're benching like 185 pounds, right? And you're like, who, I kind of want to go up to 200. And you're you're right. like, it's, I'm only adding 15 pounds. It's like less than 10. I'm adding like 8% of the weight. 
and it's right. so much harder. It's, Imagine yeah. you just took a big dude from the bar and just said, <laughs> go ahead and bite my arm as hard as you can. <laughs> and then we just said, okay, now we're going to make that twice as hard. Right. Imagine how much that would hurt. Imagine making it yeah. 20 times as hard as a human could right. bite you. That's It's like, go get a tractor, and we're going to put you in the claw of the tractor. Right. <laughs> just like it's incomprehensible. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm just glad they're not roaming around in the streets and, uh, <laughs> you know, just hanging out amongst humans because that'd be a nightmare. <laughs> anyway. Uh, good good stuff. Um, so moving on to some more what's in the news. Um my favorite headline, I kind of butch, I, I, I made it better because it was like, oh, this thing is happening. Do you guys see the uh, the old um, COVID zombie weasels in Denmark? No. I heard about it. I didn't see it, though. So great. Because so it's, it's not real, I don't think. Or is it? Well, it's kind of real. And I okay. can explain it because it was, I was interested in it. So okay. you might remember, I think we talked about this two shows ago, that um, in Denmark, you know, they have these huge mink farms before their fur and they decided that they were going to like kill several hundred thousand of them, right? Or maybe it was millions. Yep. I forget. And it's because uh, supposedly minks can be carriers of COVID. And I was saying like, you know, these animals are going to die one way or another. They're farmed for their furs. Like it's it's not great, but it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not like, you know, killing rhinos. Um, well, there was this headline in Denmark that these zombie um, minks were rising from the dead that had been infected with COVID. Well, it's not accurate there's no zombie weasels running around what it is is that there were so many mink bodies piled up in this grave that they started to decompose and as they started to decompose the gases were released right because heat creates gas gas gets released and where the geniuses in denmark decided to bury them was in this like porous sandy soil only like a foot or two under the under the earth so basically what happened was all of these bodies started to rot under the earth and raise up from the heat and the gas. And because it was just sand, they basically just kind of rose up through the sand and started appearing, you know, popping out of the sand in Denmark, looking like these zombies uh, coming out of the graves. Ugh. And it was all just nonsense because Potent they buried them poorly. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yet yeah, still potentially infected with COVID and now decomposing. That, but that's, COVID that's, is a, res a respiratory disease. So they're not breathing. You know, like it's not they're they're not transmitting. Yeah, disease. Unless no. somebody's going and trying to fucking. I'm sure fuck there's some teenagers just like, dude, if you just like, like if you huff it, like it gets you fucked up. <laughs> like, let's go do it. What were, what were we talking about? Penguins who were farting so much that they were releasing nitrous oxide. That's right. Yeah. Getting high off it. Yep. Well, <laughs> similar. There have been numerous cases in history, like obviously during the the Black Plague and things like that, where we have buried tens of thousands of humans just in holes on top of each other. I wonder if it was a similar mm -hmm. thing where they sort of rose up through the dirt from the de decomposition. You would think there may be a similar action there. I think the soil type has a lot to do okay. with it. Knowing okay. that these were buried in, in this like porous sand um, is obviously why I, I, I'm sure it's happened before. You know, I, I'm sure there's a reason that people believe in zombies. Like all those all those lorish things are based in some kind of, right. you know, old fact. Like nothing's just pulled out of thin air, right? You know, Bigfoot oh, is based oh. on large primates. You know, Loch Ness Monster is based on dinosaurs. Like they're all based on something. Right. I'm sure zombies right. are based on, you know, someone seeing something rise up out of the soil at some point or God knows what. So, sure. yeah, I'm sure it's happened before. Um, can, I, can I tell you a little secret? <laughs> yeah. So uh, just what made me think of it was uh, this past year. By the way, the show premieres on uh, December 2nd. 
the Atlas of Cursed Places on National Geographic. But so we went to, I was in Romania uh, this, well, December last year. We were filming for an episode of the show. And we went to this place. Romania had a horrible outbreak of the the plague. And long after the plague had mostly disappeared from Europe. And they think that it was a mutated version of the plague uh, that had become airborne. So mnemonic plague instead of bubonic plague. Um, Okay. Spread really quickly. They immediately walled in the whole city and had the military so you couldn't leave. So it was the All worst right. thing. When was do. this? Uh, this was back in the 1700s? Uh, I think it was Dark the ages? late 1700s or early 1800s. Okay. All but right. anyway, gotcha. long story short, we went to film. We were telling part of that story. We went to film in this location where they had basically taken a tunnel system that, like, Vlad the Impaler had used to, like, escape the city uh, an escape route, and they piled up 90,000 bodies inside these tunnels that are underneath the city. It's <laughs> a lot. So we went down into Holy this tunnel shit. system to film, and uh, like a lot of the people on the crew, it was fucking freezing. It was the middle of winter. A lot of the people on the crew were like, oh, like I feel weird down here. It feels really heavy. Like feels Something feels off. Like I, I'm not feeling so good. I'm getting dizzy. Like people were, and I was like, I feel, there's nothing. There's nothing to this. <laughs> like we're, just because 90,000 bodies, like it didn't affect me at all. And I was the only one. And so it started right. to make me wonder if there's something wrong with me that like, I understood no, the history of effect. Like think if you hadn't told a no. single one of those people that any of that had happened there and you're just like, these are cool tunnels that miners made. They'd all be like, Tra-la-la, <laughs> I like this. This is fun down here. Right. You know true. what I mean? Well, it's but I mean, yeah. placebo effect. Oh, and sure, they're like, yeah. Oh, do That's... you feel it? Do you feel the heavy energy? It's shut the fuck up. You don't feel anything. It's, You've just right. been thinking Listen, about people getting thinking. murdered down here. Right. Yeah. The human, the human brain is very, we should all know this during COVID. I thought I've had it now. So I came every, in like second, literally week. every week. You've thought <laughs> you've had true. it every week. <laughs> I haven't twice, I've gotten, but I came I've, got, the, I've got five different texts from you in the last nine days saying I have no, COVID. it's not true. It's not true. Please continue. I had second degree contact. So somebody that I I'm hanging out with had contact with somebody that has it and legit. It's like every scratchy throat thing. You're like, Oh fuck. Like, so there's something wrong with me. It might not be COVID, but I'm sick. There's nothing wrong, dude. But the mind will fucking just destroy you like oh, yeah. so you just can't tell just be like no we're just going down here to film and then after you're done oh by the way ninety thousand people died down there right and then they'll be like whoa i knew i felt so <laughs> yeah totally totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude i could tell because i was sneezing yeah. down there <laughs> yeah it's so good it yeah. would, without fail guaranteed every time too, somebody would and be there's like, always one like, person you. too is like oh do, do you remember that one time i was like whoa did you see that yeah. it's like shut the fuck <laughs> up yeah. dude you're talking about pebble. Yeah. But by the <laughs> way, like, but listen, if, I'm if, guilty of it too. Yeah, and if ghosts are real, there, that place would have been full of ghosts. If even 1% of ghosts are true, 1% of 90,000 is still a hell of a lot of yeah, ghosts. There's still 900 can, ghosts down there. Can, yeah. Can I, <laughs> didn't see any. Can, I, can I rip on our industry for a second? I saw just, just a couple days ago, I flipped on cable for the first time in God knows how long. And uh, yeah, woof. and the first <laughs> yeah. thing that popped up was an ad for, I want to say travel channels, new show or new special which was whatever their famous ghost hunting team is going to joe exotic's park to look for carol baskin's (laughs) husband's ghost 
And I was like, this is not really a show. And it was 100% an hour-long special of ghost hunters going to Joe Exotic Zoo to look for Carol Baskin's husband's ghost. And I was like, this is why Cable's dying. Like, who's watching this? This You're lying, you fucker. I swear, look it up. It's a real show. I didn't watch it, of course, because I just couldn't even believe it. I was like, why would would you watch that? Who would watch that? That's not a fucking... So Carol Baskin murdered her husband and put him in a pickup truck and bought him brought him to Joe Exotics? Maybe was that or maybe they were looking for the kid that shot himself in the head with the with the, oh, I don't well that's great. either way that's, it's that's, like <laughs> come on you know like just stop it just just you just well, stop it dude as as somebody who actually Bro. watches this shit and these <laughs> trashy ass reality shows I'll tell you this to add to that's why why these shows are dying also like some of them are just so blatantly fake these days yeah. where like you'll go and look up one of the supposed people on the reality show and they're clearly like an Instagram influencer who yeah. who is just trying to get followers and you're like, oh, this there's just no way. But the real killer, dude, is that there's there's such so many commercials and so they get so long towards the end of the show. It's hard to that watch. You're literally just like they make you dumber. I mean, they're, they're the commercials are out of control, dude. Uh, commercials are obviously, yeah, they they've always sucked. But like, I don't know if it's uh, that I'm getting older and so I'm less patient than I used to be. But fuck me, man. The, like. The people that write these things are fucking idiots. And I don't even, yeah. I, honestly, I, if honestly. we have any Brosners who write commercials, I'm not sorry for saying that. Yeah. I'm sure your commercials are great, <laughs> but like, good God, just the dumb shit. And the humor that they think they can sell us to make us chuckle hasn't changed in like 15 years. It's like that snarky, right. like, no. did you just do that? No. <laughs> yeah, right, no. right. It's like that's not funny to anyone, yeah. and it hasn't. It was been never in a long funny. Time. It's not funny now. It's never been funny. Jesus Christ! No, no, no. The no. Budweiser frogs and what's up? That shit. At least someone was trying something. Yeah, it was original. Now right. it's just snarky yeah. people being like, ah, that, 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 like having some quip at the end, and we're supposed to laugh and go, "What was that product again?" Hang on, let me write it down. State Farm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, you know, honey, I need insurance now. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off, you fucking assholes! You're. <laughs> dumbing down the entire population of the United States with this shit. They make us look like fucking morons. I <laughs> good God. I love how angry you are about this, Bro. and I completely agree. <laughs> Me too, nice. man. I mean, listen, it's 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 this thing where people have gotten so much smarter, right? like uh, the brosters are hitting me up constantly on Instagram. People are not fucking stupid. When you're trying to put some stupid ass bullshit in front of them, I, I think like a lot of times I'm just like, so they've just, they just have money and they want you to think about their brand. There's no, like, this is not clever. Like right. there is nothing to this. They just want their name on TV in front of the million people that are watching this shitty reality show. Like, get it, like, I, and to be honest, it works because I get angry sometimes. And then I like complain to the girlfriend or like complain <laughs> to friends about this thing. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, this is horrible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you talk about it. We just watched Elf. <laughs> Outrage culture. We watched Elf on oh. Thanksgiving night, the Will Ferrell That's movie. That's a treat. 
That's a treat. Mm. I-, I could watch mm-hmm. it every day. It's so goddamn yeah, fun. It's, it's fantastic. But the way yeah, that, that Elf's dad, uh, so he's he's a children's book author, and they have these like brainstorms where they're like, he's like, so what do you got to his team of writers? They're like, we got a tomato. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they think it's a great idea. Like that is probably what these commercial agencies are like. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. totally. It's like, how do they sell this stuff too? Like, why do I know who, who is it flow from Geico insurances? Yeah. Like, I don't want to know who that is. Like it's, she's not funny. She's not cool. Right. She's not attractive. Like, why has that been jammed down my throat so much for the last 15 years that when I go out on Halloween, I see a girl dressed as Flo. I'm like, hey, look, it's Flo. I'm like, right. ah, fuck, now I'm the idiot. <laughs> like, us. why do they I know this? Right. Like, this is ruining me Pers- that I, I'm I'm so aware of this. It's first um, vulgar. man. It's it the just, power of it's the power of being human, man. It's persistence, perseverance, just sticking with some something for so long that that other people are in awe by it. It's the same thing we did when we would hunt animals and just run them down for days because they couldn't keep up. That's what advertisers are doing to us <laughs> these Legit. days. Um, one thing that that I did want to get in front of the the broologist this week, yeah, came across my desk thanks it. to. Oh. Thanks to Bro Will. Slash, bro slash Will. Wild Times Willie. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Alaska has a lot of snow, has a lot of mountains. Guess what you sure get when does. you have that? Avalanches. Okay. You don't want to get stuck in an avalanche, as, as Forrest no would say, an avalanche. And, and you don't want to be down there. That's how I'd say. And so uh, Alaska Wildlife Conservation Center. Uh, for a long time, typically they use dogs uh, when they're looking for people that are buried under avalanches when there's a bad avalanche Makes in a populated sense. area. Well, a guy yep. named Mike mm-hmm. Miller at the Wildlife Conservation Center is now training wolverines. No way. Yeah, to sniff out and locate humans that are buried under the snow. Uh, ac- so cool. According to Mike, he can train them fully to be operational in a week. Um, wow. And he says that they're smart, they're smarter and easier to train than dogs. Uh, Quote, anything you can train a dog to do, you can train a wolverine to do five times faster. Wow. Thoughts? I don't have much uh, wolverine experience. A week? Yeah. I have very, I've seen one in the wild. Actually, I've seen them twice now, um, way up north, obviously. I have very limited experience with wolverines. I mean, I, I admire the hell out of them. They're incredible looking creatures i think are they mustelid family i think they're they're giant weasels basically um i'm not positive uh but they're just they're just insane creatures i mean they're absolutely amazing and they're you know super like burly skulls and thick skin and harsh coats like they're totally designed for that environment so i think what's genius there by mike miller is like even if you're a saint bernard like you're not designed for that environment you know you're not you're not supposed to be going over thick snow, you know, snowfall, like spending weeks or whatever it may be out in getting exposure Mm. in that environment. But Wolverines 100% are, you know, that's their native environment. They're totally designed for that. I think if I, I'm just thinking as, you know, being on the flip side of that, I think if I was caught in a snow cave in an avalanche or something, and the first thing that dug me out was an avalanche, it was a Wolverine and my hands were like stuck in the snow. I'd be like, well, this is how I die. (laughs) Like I I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think search and rescue is right behind the Wolverine to pull me out. Like I'd be like, well, this is not good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like a nice fluffy poodle pokes his nose through. You're like, 
that's gotta be, that's, I know what this yeah. is. You're like, thank God. I'm yeah. getting rescued. <laughs> oh, no, man. You, you, I want to see a St. Bernard with a wooden barrel of rum little, on its yeah, fucking collar. Yeah. That's what I want to see. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you guys are ever cool. sending out a rescue party for me, that's, that's what I want to lift my spirits immediately. Just I think that's I amazing. Die. I'm going to, I'm going to look into that a little more. Cause I'm just so fascinated by the idea. It's, there's definitely a misconception about Wolverines being like harsh and mean and ruthless and fearsome and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, the fact that yeah. you can just take one and train it to go and do search and rescue. I think that's, that's absolutely amazing. Super cool it's animals. Crazy. Very cool looking quick thing to stick with the theme of the show. Their bite force. 105, less than a human. Oh, not weak. Not strong biters. They do have some nasty claws, no. though. They, they got that. They sure do. Yeah, but 105, come on. Barely breaking That's on That's like me. a baby. Like a, like a human baby. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. My butt. Yeah. Patrick, let me ask okay. you this. Are there mm-hmm. ugly animals? Are there any ugly animals? Yeah. The one on my yeah. shirt. Pat's wearing a shirt. <laughs> I mean, but the blobfish, would you call them ugly or just unique? I mean, He's pretty well, ugly. let me okay. say, let me let me just say this about the blobfish. I've done much research since it was deemed my spirit animal by Pat all those episodes ago. <laughs> episode um, one, yeah. <laughs> was it? I really I wanted to know about this fucking fish. Yeah. And I'll tell you this: that picture, this picture that we have here. Yeah. I I actually found I fact checked it, and it's. They're not this ugly. This is this is what a dead one looks <laughs> like. Okay, um, so but this is the most famous fucking picture of a blobfish right here, for for some ungodly reason. And all I gotta say is they got a bad rap, dude. Imagine if somebody snapped a photo of you right after you had just eaten 30 pounds of jungle potatoes on Naked and Afraid. And that's the only picture that people found when they searched your name online. Thankfully, that's not the case any longer. So the answer to me is yes, because I've seen a goblin shark. I've seen a gar, an alligator gar. There's absolutely ugly animals, yes. Okay. Well, let me give you my take on it, right? I've always thought, looking at the blobfish, looking at the alligator gar, the goblin shark. I've never thought there were ugly animals, right? I'm always like, wow, these things are so unique. They're so interesting. They're so beautiful. And I I mean this until today. And I'm not kidding when I say this. Oh, boy. Yeah. Will sent me something. And I like to think I'm pretty well-versed on different types of animals. And, of course, this is a mutant human creation through selective breeding. But, Will, if you don't mind pulling up a picture of the Dong Tao chicken from uh, Vietnam, please. It is the ugliest fucking thing I have ever seen in my life. It sounds delicious. Like, if I was at, like, Hoy's Walk or, you know, uh, Panda Express and someone was like, do you want the Dong Tao chicken? I'd be like, yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, until you see its feet. What's going on there, man? Are you kidding me? This yeah. thing's amazing. This is I not love this animal already. This is a real. It's disgusting. Humans have made this thing. There are. I don't know, Will, if you can pull up the link that you sent me and scroll through some of these pictures. But it is the most grotesque-looking bird so I have ever what you're seen seeing in my since life. Less than five percent of our Brosners <sighs> actually watch the YouTube. That's Everybody a good point. Should I forget these Everybody things? Everybody should. So this chicken, ladies and gentlemen, from from the knees up, is just. Your your ISD, your industry standard definition, cock. I mean, just a good-looking chicken. Very normal. Nothing bizarre about up. it. 
<laughs> but then the second you look at this thing's feet, it looks Listen. like it has elephantitis of the legs. It is nah. just the most. Those are. No, dude, come on. It's Those grotesque. are some good looking feet, dude. No, I mean, that's come on. It looks like it hurts. It's disgusting, yeah. man. That's so, so, so you bad. know how much protein's in those Why feet? Do they We've do this? made is it, that. Is it because chicken feet are edible and they make good soup? Or Ew. Oh, See, that's oh. bad. Look Hideous. at that thing, dude. Come on. It's that disgusting. Is bad. Like, oh, if it you are the, not watching on dude, YouTube or following along searching. Like I like yeah. you know me the like WT I'll, willies? I'll I'll run over and pick up anything. Patrick knows this. A snake, a spider, a scorpion, like super stoked. If I saw this chicken, I would turn and I would run. Yeah. Like I want to have nothing to do with this disgusting looking well, bird. Well, you would you would you would honestly think that that there was something medically wrong with this chicken. 100%. Uh, I would think that this chicken has tumors for legs, like elephantitis it, it, legs. It, like, like it is just disgusting huge, looking. So do you know why they did it? Is it because chicken feet are edible or is it was this for cockfighting because it, they use their claws? Do we know? No, I mean, I don't. I, I, I don't know. Um, I found out about this thing five minutes before the show started when Will texted it to me. And I, I honestly didn't even believe it was real. Um, but, it, you know, it's obviously so it's a rare species of chicken to begin with. And then there's obviously been a ton of selective breeding to select for these big, thick legs. Um, and, and we've created this monstrosity of a bird. And I just I just think it's disgusting. Like, I really, really yeah. think it's grotesque. Like, I don't even like looking at the pictures of it. What Fuck is off. the purpose this of gross. this? What's so, the purpose of this? So they were bred in Vietnam. They're very rare. They obviously have these huge tumor feet. Um, and it's it's considered, <laughs> for whatever reason, a Dong Tao chicken is a delicacy. Um, so these yeah, were actually bred and created in, in Hanoi. There's a, a region, a part of Hanoi called Dong Tao Forest. And oh, I spent many a drunken evening in Hanoi together. Sure um, have. But there's such <laughs> a sort of mis- mishmash of weird genetic disasters that... Uh, <laughs> ugh. So their their well, eggs are huge. So a lot of the times the chickens die while trying to lay the eggs. That's great. And then uh, hatch the hatch rate is very very low as well. Well, I'm um, guessing they're just stomping all over their eggs with these elephantitis legs and just flattening their chicks when they hatch because they're just so clumsy. I don't know any of this. I'm just guessing based on this monstrosity. Yeah, that's that's Listen, horrendous what they're doing here. <laughs> yeah, I do I, not so, care for this. And they sell, I, by the I way, mean, for about $18 per pound. Their meat sells for $18 per pound in Vietnam, which is that could buy you several weeks worth of food. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 people in countries and cultures that do things that are a lot more a uh, lot worse than this. But I, I do got to say, like, it, it fucking pisses me off when – when we, what is the point? So they just genetically modified this thing so that they could make money off of it. Dude, like we turned it. fucking wolves into chihuahuas. You know what I mean? Like, right. we, we, but listen, yeah, like that, we that, do this. The purpose of that though is not to eat them, is it? It's just to pet them and have a loving animal. <laughs> and for them to bite to you. That's even dumber. That's even if you think about what you just said. That's even more stupid. It's like it oh, well, here's this super cool creature, this wolf, this apex predator that can help me hunt and feed and and all these useful things. I'm gonna make yeah. it into into a two pound animal that I carry around in my purse um, on it's in the, West Hollywood. Like it's it's the catch twenty two of being a human being, dude. We have all this power to fucking change everything, and and with great power comes great responsibility. And okay, let me tell well, you one listen, thing about listen, us human Uncle beings. Parker. We don't have any responsibility. We take none. 
Okay. Look at this chicken. Listen, listen, Uncle from Spider Man. Let's take this power and reverse this monstrosity of a chicken. Because yuck, I hate you this can. chicken. I hate it. Things are irre- I don't irreversible. Hate any dude. animal but this chicken. I found one I hate. <laughs> <laughs> what about your peacock? You ate your peacock more. Yeah, of course I do, but not as much as this chicken. <laughs> Motherfuckers <laughs> just pecking, pecking at your car. Squawking yeah. in the mornings. Uh, Wait, so it's a nightmare. Quick overview for us. Now you've got ducks. You've added the ducks to the pigs. Yep. You've got you've got a a peasant or is it? It's a, a peasant. Uh, I'm sorry, not a peasant. I, a fucking. I have uh, a peasant in my yard who brings me mead. <laughs> <laughs> you have yeah. giant rabbits. Of course, it is always weird when we're there that you have so many peasants on your farm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just no, what never is, I can't think them. of a name because I'm drunk. A What's the guy with the... And I don't have a pheasant. We have chickens, peacocks, turkeys. Peacocks. Guinea fowl. Yeah. Dude, are the turkeys stoked about Thanksgiving and that they made it through it? They or? made it through. They made it through. Did you guys know that... Did, did I tell you guys about this? So I was out mushroom hunting a while ago, and we startled this turkey, um, wild turkey, and it was a hen sitting on like 28 eggs, huge clutch of eggs, and I was like, ah, I'm going to take two home. And I brought two turkey eggs, wild turkey eggs home and hatched them under our chickens. And now we have these two massive wild turkeys that live with no, the chickens. No. I didn't tell no, you about this. You did not Swear tell to God, us about yeah. that. That's you'll, fucking incredible. You'll see them. I've had them since uh, it was May when we were out mushroom hunting and I brought home these turkey eggs. And they're they're gargantuan now. I was like, I don't know if they'll hatch. Like, uh, you know, we had no idea. I kept them warm against the body. Um, and, uh, Do your yeah. neighbors have an issue with all the noises coming from your back farm area? You know, I think they used to, like when we first moved here, like 12 years ago, they used, they complained a little bit now. Now, I don't know if you, you've seen, if you saw this the last time you were at my house, but in the top left-hand corner of the property where the fence is and, and the uh-huh. mini horse, mini donkey and mini pigs oh, yeah, live, the mini horse too. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> hole in the fence with a little sign that says, please don't stick your fingers in our mouths, but bring us carrots and celery or something like that. And so yeah. every single day, there's like a line of kids out the fence, like feeding our animal. We've stopped feeding the little horse and donkey because there's so many neighborhood kids that come to feed them. People love it here yeah. now. So it's, it works yeah. out. Nice. Well, they already, they, they slowly learned that you're like, you know, you're, you're a faint, you're a, like a, a Z-less celeb. <laughs> Is got something lower spice. than Z? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we start going into like 1A, yeah, A1. A, a, uh, just so you know, Peter, your dog, which yeah. is clearly part Chihuahua, uh, of all 50%. dogs, all domesticated dogs, when you take mm-hmm. the bite force of their the PSI of their bite force as compared to as a function of their head size, they actually okay. are number one. Wow! So they have the strongest bite as a function of head size of any dog. Thoughts? Is that the same for humans? This is the uh, bite episode, clearly. You're obsessed with the bite force thing. Horace's bite force relative to his head size has got to be in the tens of thousands. Well, Forrest has a big, big wide jaw, doesn't he? Sure do. He's got a big wide head. Sure do. Real meaty cheeks. (laughs) Sure do. Listen, listen, Charlie, Charlie, my dog, just to retort, is an asshole. All right? He's getting worse (laughs) by the day. I fucking love him, but I love I love him, but I I legit hate him too. He's a fucking he's getting grumpier, yeah. <laughs> he's I mean, like, dude, he'll come and he'll like be the cuddliest, but the and best, like loving and like like Leon. The second you do something, he's so selfish. The second you do something <laughs> that he's not like all about, it's literally like a growl and potentially a bite. 
And I'm like, fuck you. We, we got this collar that beeps at him and vibrates now. He can suck a dick. I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this, uh, you know, this is, it's becoming a long ranty podcast and I like that because I've been oh, ranting about, it. I've been ranting about hideous chickens. Patrick went nuts on some advertising. Retep, you've actually remained surprisingly calm tonight, which is, you know, maybe you're just the antithesis, you know, you're just, you're the counter to whatever Patrick and I are feeling, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but, it's not uh, just a podcast. It's more than a podcast. Yeah, I enjoy this. We all enjoy this. I get DMs about how people feel like they're hanging out with us. It's fucking great. And so, that's what okay. it is. That's my whole, that was my whole segue, right? Because that's, I got it. I don't typically like chew people out because of how stupid they are. <laughs> and I get some real <laughs> stupid questions and comments on, on my socials, but I had a Brosner, AK, send me a message. WT Willie's going to pull it up on screen. Cause it's almost unbelievable. The message <laughs> says this. Enjoy. Hey man, I have a friend who wants to make a YouTube video of himself fighting a cougar and i am very concerned for his well-being as he is truly convinced he can beat a cougar in a fight tried to talk him out of it but there's no stopping him with your distinguished knowledge do you honestly believe my friend would have any chance of winning a fight against a wild cougar this is a real message that i got will's got it up on screen right now if you're watching the youtube okay oh boy oh my goodness what was a cougar's yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, sorry. Yeah, let's. So, so this a cougar is the bite and a mountain lion are the same same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Do we remember what the bite force was of a of a cougar, Patrick? Uh, very Mr. Bite high. Force guy? Let me let me just check, bro. I'm I'm bite force, Patty. You are. Uh, you are. So seven twenty five. So seven, yeah. three okay. three times that of a, a standard pit bull or German shepherd. Right. And Five that's before times you add in the yeah. athleticism, the claws, the, mm. you know, general fact that it's a fucking cougar. Runs 40 um, miles an hour. Yeah, all that right, stuff. Right, you know. Stuff, yeah. yeah. So, guys, uh, I think we should break this down for a second. Uh, Ritep, why don't you lead us <laughs> off? What, what, what advice do you have for Brosner, a.k.'s friend? Well, this is an interesting one to me because it's not, it's not what would you do, you know, If you encountered a cougar, this is a guy who, for some fucking reason, wants to, like, come to blows with a wild animal. So my advice to him would be... Yeah, that thing right there that Will Oh, my God, look how muscular this fucking thing is. This genius is going to go look for one of these things to fight it for a YouTube video. I, I mean, here's my, here's my take on this. First of all, it's, I think it's bullshit, but if it is real... (laughs) I'd say that you should just go and watch that video that just came out recently of the guy who was attacked by a mountain lion, which is way, way same, same animal less as a cougar. than the same animal. Same animal. Yeah. Ritep. Yeah. Exact same? Exact yeah, same. Just different, different terminology based on wow. the part of the country. The more you know. Yeah. Well, right. anyways, this one is very muscular. Watch that video. And fucking look at how goddamn terrifying that thing is when it charges. <laughs> and then figure out what you want to do. You'll push out. I'm not encouraging it, but nobody in their right mind would ever want to fucking go through with this. Patrick, what do you got for uh, AK's buddy? I'm not surprised. And I, I totally believe it's real because I think that there's a huge amount of people who think that their path to, to self-worth and value is some sort of internet fame, Instagram they want to be sure. an influencer. They want to, you know, whatever, Deep. YouTube. And and clearly you've got a bunch of people like Andrew Uckels who actually knows what he's doing with 
most of the animals he works with. You have people like right. Forrest who are handling, you know, king cobras in the middle of a jungle. Um, and, and those <laughs> things get a lot of hits. And if you're, look, there, there's a true factual story that happened in the 80s outside of a, a meathead steroid gym in New York City where a guy walked out in the middle of the winter because he had just bench pressed like 600 pounds and was convinced that he could stop a car. And he stepped in front of a car that was going 35 miles an hour and tried to use a bench press motion no to stop it and it fucking hit him and killed him. No right? way. This is a real Jesus. thing that happens. People do dumb shit. Yeah. And so I imagine AK's mm-hmm. buddy is like that guy that he's still really good friends with, even though they've grown apart a little bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I hope so I'm so. not surprised. My thing in general is probably don't go out and provoke wild animals to get in fights because your upside is that you win the fight. And now you've pulverized a wild animal that you shouldn't have engaged. And you're probably going to jail. Let's say the best case happens. He beats the shit out of this mountain lion or cougar. It goes viral. He gets everything he ever wanted out of it. It gets 100 million hits. It gets a billion hits. They're coming to arrest you, AK's friend. (laughs) So that's your upside. And And look, I don't think this guy's stupid. I'm not calling him an asshole. I don't know what's going on with his life. You know, he probably just has this idea. You know, just don't fucking do it, man. Just don't do it. So here's what I'm going to say. Here's my advice. Do it. Go the other way with it. You know. Disclaimer. I think don't. no. No, I think you should, man. Like I, I'm he has all for no this. amygdala. No, don't no, listen to him. I think this is a great idea you have, AK's buddy. Because look, there's there's a lot of people in the world, and there's some Darwinian awards that need some winning. And uh, if you're the guy that's going to go march into the woods and provoke a wild cougar and get your jugular sliced for a YouTube video, you know, more power to you, man. Because you're a fucking idiot, dude. Are you <laughs> oh, kidding me? Man. Like, what are you talking about? This is beyond stupid. No, <laughs> AK, your buddy cannot win. There is no world in which he can win. <laughs> Furthermore, I don't believe your friend can even find a mountain lion. Right. Like, I, I am a world-class wildlife biologist and animal tracker, and if you paid me $1,000 to find a mountain lion tonight, when I know that they hang out right outside my property, I would bet I couldn't find one. Right. Like, you're not going <laughs> to find one, bud, and you're not going to fight it because it's going to run point. away. And if you do corner it, it's going to kill you. So you just go <laughs> right ahead, bud. You, uh, good luck to you. More power to you. You got a full-on Forrest Galante endorsement. Go fight a cougar. It's going to, it's going to work out real well. I, I feel like <laughs> this is one of those things, one of those, one of those things that Forrest read while laying in bed next to a companion. Uh, and, and he, and and he just started laughing. And oh, yeah. she was like, and then she's like, what, what what's so funny? Like, kind of have a sleep. And then like you tried to explain it to her, and she had no fucking idea. That's but it sounds like you've been thinking cr- about this for a while. Yeah, I've been stewing on it for sure. Yeah, so I just been. like it was it was it was a real head and hands kind of moment where I was just like, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, don't fucking fight a cougar, man. <laughs> Listen, guys, it has been two hours. I know we gotta get to the battle royale, but we before we do. I have one quick trivia moment that has been I've wanted to ask you. All right, go, go, go. It's very quick. So the largest ever bird's nest in the world in recorded history was built by a pair of blank. It was blank wide, blank deep, and estimated to weigh blank pounds. So I want to know how, how big it was, how much it weighed, and what birds built it. 
Now, can this, this is, is this biggest. is this in a tree? Because there's ground dwelling birds that make huge mounds. So I don't want to. This don't is wanna, in a tree. In a tree. One hundred percent in a tree. Got it. All right. Uh, can I go first? Yeah. Or is that should we let the wildlife guy go first? No, go for it. Go for no, it. Go, so yeah. I actually think it was. Um, I'm going to hold off on the species for a minute. But I think that mm-hmm. the, the biggest bird's nest. I do think I read something about this, and it was the depth that was what made it really huge. It wasn't the the width okay. or the circumference. It was that it was super deep. It went way down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. that it was it was about 14 feet deep and okay. only about 10 feet wide. And I think it was built by two American eagles that were a monogamous couple that lived together for 60 years and were monogamous and okay. That's fucked nice. all the time. So you said <laughs> 10 feet, how, how deep? Uh, 14 yeah, feet? 14 feet deep and only about 10 feet mm-hmm. wide. So it was deeper than okay. wide. And then how much did it weigh? Well, that's a lot of sticks, boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it weighed about 340 pounds. <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. So it's a nice, it's a nice, well-rounded guess. What do you yeah, think, Pat? I like so, that. Or, uh, I'm going to go just based on my knowledge of big nest builders that the bird was a, an African species called a hammer cop. And Will can mm-hmm, pull up mm-hmm. a picture of one because they're super cool. A um, pair of hammer cocks. A pair of ham- hammer cop, K-O-P, C-O-P, <laughs> which in Afrikaans means head, not cock. A hammer cock is what they call uh, me, bro. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. Patrick's okay. moniker. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go a pair of hammer cop, and okay. their nest was six feet wide by, okay. by six by, let's go eight feet long, six by eight, okay. weighing right. in at a cool... See, they like to use pretty big sticks, like a cool five twenty pounds. Okay. All right. The there guess you go. That's is a hammer cop nest. It's a hammer cop nest. It looks pretty large, but the weight. I'm just gonna. It's a shame both of you are at, off by thousands of pounds. Thousands. Forty four hundred pounds was the weight of this nest. It was built by a pair. Pat, you got this right, of bald eagles no in way. Florida. In Florida. Yeah. I did not expect yeah. that. Okay. You were pretty close, Pat, on the oh. uh, the uh, width and, and the depth. Wow. Um, nine and a half feet wide. Dude, this is bananas. 20 feet deep, 4,400 wow. pounds. Yeah. That's insane. Full, full disclosure, this is not on the show, Doc, but I, I had read this like a couple years ago, and I was like, why do they need such a deep Nest actually, for us, maybe, <laughs> maybe feet? you know a, a bit more. That's why insane. would they? Why would they want a yeah, narrow, what's up super with this? deep nest? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. <laughs> my my best guess would be that they basically just continued upkeep on it, and it just got too deep. You right, know what I mean? Right, it wasn't, right. it wasn't yeah. necessarily like let's make our nest deeper and deeper. It was just like let's keep building, let's keep building, and all of a sudden it was like this very inconvenient nest. But I really <laughs> like I have a, no idea. It's, it's like, like a my guy last who's been working on it. Yeah, there's like a guy who's been working on his. Oh stairs. shit! Sorry, I stepped all over your joke. I apologize because no, I was good. trying to make. What'd you say? No, but it's like a guy who's been working on a pinto for thirty years and has turned it into essentially like a nitrous fueled Tesla by twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, 
tw- ten or twenty feet deep is fucking bananas. These animal, these birds are just continuously going out and gathering things to add to the nest. Yeah, and for for probably years. I mean, maybe they that's had OCD. Maybe they had OCD. That's a cool. Sure. That's a cool fact. I'm gonna hang on to that one. I like that. Forty four hundred really pounds. Yeah, that's but crazy. now I'm sorry to that I interrupted. It is time, gentlemen. Do it. <laughs> Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tried to mimic bats from Our number one. Our sound effects are so stupid. No, this um, is why right, we have so, listeners. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. I, I wrote I wrote one as we were doing the show. I wrote, I came up with a Battle Royale. So that, tonight, wow, it's the jaw, it's it's the Bite Force night, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We've gone over this. Ooh, Pat, Patrick's bite obsessed. Force night. Yeah. He's obsessed with it. Excited, okay. Yeah. Let's paint a little picture, right? It's, it's year 2022. We've now all been locked in our COVID stupor isolation for, for two years. Life's terrible. Mm. Right? Life's garbage. Mm. Um, yeah. COVID mm-hmm. is running rampant. Uh, oh, things are just like things couldn't be worse. The only positive thing you have going for you is you're basically an A-list celebrity because of the Wild Times podcast being such a hit, <laughs> sure. of course. Yep. Yeah. But you're down on your luck. COVID's no end in sight. Life's getting worse. You're going to end it all. This is it. And wow. you're, you're going to go out. Yeah, Darn. it's grim. I'm not going to end it. You are. You are because that's how this works. Yep. And so Shut your mouth. you're going to go out, <laughs> but you're not just going to go out in any way because that wouldn't be very wild times of you. You're going to go out in a glorious fashion to make some TMZ news as you are an A-list celebrity from the Wild Times podcast after all. So the battle okay. royale tonight, gentlemen, is you have to end it all. But your, method, but your method of suicide involves one animal attack, one location, and one piece of technology. How are you going to do it? The most glorious end that you can come up with. Okay, I think we go oh one at a time God. and just run yep, through our whole scenario here. For sure. Yep. <sighs> okay, so the, the goal is to commit suicide. <laughs> yep. But do, do it in a way that goes the most viral. Correct. Like I, I'm, I'm addicted to fame, and even in death, I want to be famous. Yes. Yeah, so even in death, you're so addicted to fame from all of your wild times, money and fame and fortune <laughs> yep. that uh, that you're going to end it in the most glorious fashion possible. You're going to commit suicide using one animal, one location, and one piece of technology. Now, now does it have to be plausible? Like Peter can't say, like I'm going to no, cover God myself no. in honey God and no. get pecked to death by chickens, or he can't. Hundred okay. percent. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Shall I go first? Yeah. Please. By the way, I can say that. Okay. So <laughs> please, Patrick, take so it away. So here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> this is so grim. This is, this is wild. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Democratic Republic of Congo. Ooh. Okay. Lovely. Lovely. Because. Already a bad choice. Well, they have volcanoes. They have, you know, I'm going to do no some. No cameras. Si- Nobody's filming I'm, there. I'm going to do sightseeing whilst there. Mm-hmm. Now, Very nice. out, nobody right. else can choose this location, FYI. Also, Correct. no one Correct. else can right. choose nobody will. my piece nobody of technology. Would. I'm going to use yep, an okay. iPhone 12. It has three cameras, takes great video. <laughs> because I'm okay. obviously going to need to film my own death, right? So yep. that it can then go viral. Uh, so iPhone 12, Mm -hmm. I'm in the DRC. I've done some sightseeing. I've, I've had a good time. I've 
maybe even had some unprotected sex because I know I'll be dead soon anyway, so I'm not scared of disease. Why not? Yeah, um, why not? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay down. So my video is going to be like <laughs> shot from above. I'm going to hire a local and give him the instructions. So you're going to see me laying okay. down, and it looks like I'm making a snow angel, right, on my back. Okay. I'm doing mm-hmm. with my mm-hmm. arms and legs. And then he's sort of widening out the shot, and he's widening out, widening out. And then you see four silverback gorillas coming in, <laughs> one to each limb. They're going oh to grab me by the foot, the foot, the hand, the hand. Oh. And they're going to rip me in a coordinated Oof. fashion. They're going to basically count down one, two, three, and then they're going to rip me into four pieces. Oh, uh, boy. I don't know which piece my head's going to go with. I presume my left <laughs> arm. Um, and then as okay. that's happening, I'm going to be whistling, whistling Mariah Carey's All I Want for be. Christmas is You until wow. all mm-hmm. the blood runs out of my brain. January 1st. <laughs> oh, So that's mine. Yikes. It's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, my head this sounded more fun when I was writing it. Now I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> kind of sad. I don't want to see Patrick well, and Paul. I mean, he, but you might. Took it but a little bit might. too but seriously. Yeah. Okay. And I would film um, it. And I thought you were going to go with something with a bite force after all of our conversation. I thought you were going to be like, well, you know, we did learn tonight that the. <laughs> no, I think I'm ready. Too many drinks. All right, do it. I, I think I'm Let's ready. Go. Let's go. All right. So, my location is going to be a very famous location that, while I'm standing on it, will clearly pick up helicopter news from around the world. Okay. I will be standing on the D, specifically the D of the Hollywood sign. So I'm up there. Okay. I definitely standing- assumed a different D that you were sitting on, but sure. please continue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're standing, you're 40 feet off the ground. Cool. Yep. 40 feet off the ground <laughs> on the D. I've already gotten there. And um, <laughs> you get a lot of D, we know. A, a um, orangutan, orangutan was released um, on top of the first O of the Hollywood sign. And next to him is an Uzi. And (laughs) (laughs) as I'm standing there on the D, just naked, I'm naked also. Nice. Good. Naked. Good. Very good. Um, So, uh, you know, I'm sure you got a spice burner too. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Good for everybody. I've eaten eaten thousands of generic (laughs) Indian made Cialis pills before I went out there. My dick is about to explode. Smart. Love Um, that. I have already garnered the attention of several helicopters, camera crews. Good. You've seen them driving around. They can get very high. Yeah. There's multiple cameras around me from every which way. The monkey, the orangutan (laughs) that's on the first O sees the gun. He's just sitting there. He's dropped there. This is obviously the only thing he's got to play with that's around him. He picks up the gun and, you know, he's smart. He just fucking holds it, shoots it. Just goes around a bit, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm still naked. He comes to this O next to me, and now he knows what the gun does. Mm-hmm. He just starts wildly firing at me and spraying my body with bullets while there's helicopters flying around videotaping the whole ordeal, nationally, te- internationally televised Good. news, it would, it and would, I will fall to my death. I, I'm cons- yeah. like, a, like a gracious local mayor of upstate New York town who steps down before the election results are official. I am giving my concession speech because you, <laughs> you good. have been really good. That's awfully good. 
The, the rage of the boner and the nudity really yeah. adds a lot to the whole image. Yeah, you just standing up there, just pitching a tent, an Oof. orangutan with an Uzi on top of the Hollywood sign. It's 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 a hell of a visual. Well done. You your your, your really best is. performance yeah. came in Thank episode thirty four. Very, very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Okay, right, good. Eight, good. Thought of the question, um, Grim guy. What do you got? I did. I didn't think of the didn't think of the answer though. So I think you know. I like I like what Ruteb's doing. He's staying close to home. I think I'd do that as well. So, you know, here's what I'm going to do. World traveler, I've been all over the place, seen a lot of beautiful things. One of those things is the Grand Canyon. And there I will sit, sit atop said Grand Canyon in a wheelchair, right? Now, I'm not a cripple. I'm not. I just I want to sit <laughs> in a wheelchair. I like where this is going. I like there where is this is going. So Thank much you. potential here. Yeah, Thank this you, is gentlemen. Good. Thank you very God. much. Now, Can we do this either way? I'm a, yeah, let's. Now, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man of simple pleasures, and one of those pleasures of mine is fireworks. And so for my piece of technology, I will have strapped to all the backside of my wheelchair a lot of bottle rockets. I mean, like, like Wiley Coyote bottle mm-hmm. rockets, like I, thousands of bottle rockets, enough to, let's say, propel a human being off the edge of the Grand Canyon as he sits in, in said wheelchair. Okay. And um, okay. now the one, All right. yeah, okay. yeah this is all something, right. you know, it's something, it's something. Now it's interesting that we all went straight to the primate arena because I'm going to need an assistant in this whole to do, you know, <laughs> some kind of a, Baboon, if you will. That <laughs> no. Are you picking me, you son of a bitch? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I, I need, I need a trainable. You know, apparently Wolverines, but I need a trainable companion <laughs> who can take a lighter and just awkwardly run around Ooh. with this lighter until he somehow manages to piece together that all he has to do with the lighter is hit the back of one of the bottle rockets before I just take off off the edge <laughs> of the Grand Canyon and just free fall. Pull out a second. To uh, I, I my can't. death. What, I you don't like, you don't care for this? No, you guys are the ones complaining about how this has to be real what? and something that, what do you mean? What, what We animal? said the opposite of that. Hey. Patrick literally asked me, does this have to be realistic? And I said, no. Also, and then a baboon has a better chance of lighting a bottle rocket than an orangutan has jumping from one O to the second O, grabbing an Uzi and accurately shooting. <laughs> no way. Are you Correct. kidding? No way. I said it idiot. sprayed all over. They have thick fingers. Right. They wouldn't you, even for, get it in. You literally just conceded <laughs> this fucking battle royale to me. You're I'm idiot, still sir. voting for Come you, on, but his is no I, less I still plausible. like yours the best, Ritap. Yeah, yeah, no. The plausibility is, is a okay. weak argument. So but what I, I, happens I, after the monkey lights the bottle So rocket? after the baboon somehow manages to get the lighter lit and i just keep in mind this whole time i'm just sitting there looking out into this void of the grand canyon terrified how did you, that this how did baboon, you draw any attention to yourself who's recording this who will see this only Pretend, i'm forrest galante yeah. do you know this like <laughs> everywhere i go paparazzi's <laughs> yeah. following you around TMZ. mitch is there filming just mitch in case is obviously Not well there thought out. Yeah. in case he finds no, an extinct I think fly. About the pr I, angle of this I uh-huh. should have I should have perhaps prefaced this by saying we don't have to self film this. This is just it's a given that it will be filmed. Oh. Either but way, maybe it doesn't, maybe Sorry. maybe it doesn't get filmed. Maybe it doesn't get filmed. People just hear about it. That's fine. I don't care. I'm the guy who's sitting <laughs> on the edge of the Grand story. Canyon in a wheelchair with bottle rockets. All right, and a yes. baboon. Baboon okay. hits the hits one of the fuses. Whole thing lights up. Boom! I am literally flying. And in and at, the only thing I have on me, other than a shotgun and a bottle of whiskey, because why wouldn't I, is a boombox, which is strapped to the back of the wheelchair, 
that just has and I'm free. <laughs> Boombox. Still system petty all the way down. as you smash. Yep. So to all the listeners, okay. uh, if you're listening on iTunes, I would like it. I no longer concede because one okay. of the prerequisites was a piece of technology. Forrest was a bottle rocket, not really tech, not really no, Facebook. Not and, the highest. No, the Google box. isn't developing and a boombox. Uh, yeah. And a boom it box. wasn't multiple. His piece of technology was a bottle rocket. True. Yours was an Uzi, that. not really a piece of technology. Yeah. No. What the fuck are you Mine talking about? Mine was the about? newest what iPhone. Are you talking about? Is it a piece of natural <laughs> forming? Is it a plant? What are you talking about? It is technology. It's not te- technology. Uh, anyway, Peter, what should the Brosners do? Help us out. Well, first of all, suicide is no joke. You fucking idiot assholes. Don't commit suicide. Disclaimer. Also, guy who... <laughs> is going to go fight a cougar. Please don't do that. Forrest has no amygdala. Maybe do it. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're contemplating suicide, go look up how to not do that. Nobody wants to die. No one's taking you, this seriously. Come on, get on with, get on with the good Listen, I'm just disclaiming it. Probably <laughs> smart. Probably smart. Sorry. Smart. I almost said fuck your mouth, but then I said mom. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, anyways. Ooh, wait, uh, real quick, Wild real Times quick. Podcast. Forrest, would you rather have yeah. Peter fuck your mouth or fuck your mom? Jesus, that's uh, my mouth. I just can't live with it's the idea that he would so have sex e- with my mother. It's so easy to just answer I'm mouth. Down. It's an easy choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, so, I, I, I got Listerine in the cupboard. We'll be fine. So, Peter, like, if I'm you're going to do one or the other, yeah, your, mom mouth, is, please. <laughs> your mom is done with her purpose in life. She shat you out. <laughs> she, there's, you know, who cares? She'll, she'll oh enjoy it. This is the darkest oh podcast we've ever Dude, done. It's the worst. Thick, it's the worst. It's really right. the best Dick one we've Hogan ever done. In but the anyway, mouth? go to iTunes, right. vote for who you think has the best uh, spectacle for their own demise. Yeah. Uh, so follow us on I got YouTube hit up, too. I got, I got hit up on Instagram. People have been asking if you don't have iTunes, you can go to YouTube to interact, whatever. You know, just comment, say what's up. It doesn't always have to be. I don't know where else to go, but YouTube and iTunes are the place to go to uh, to hit <laughs> us up. And uh, the wildtimespodcast.com forward slash info is the links to all of that shit. Uh, forward, same uh, wildtimespodcast.com forward slash, slash merch. Woo! You can get these fucking shirts and the one with just our logo on it, which people love. Pat's brother drew that logo. Shout out oh, yeah. to him. I forget his name on Instagram. Pat, do you know it? <laughs> no, but just pop him in a thing. He yeah. called me out on it when I posted a picture of the yeah, shirt. I, mean, he, he I love hand you, drew the Joe. Uh, but let's yeah. just like look, all, all, all the promo bullshit around. Like beside, like look, we do. We've got dope merch, you know. But I think the thing is, we love you guys that are listening, the Brosners. It's so much fun. People are engaging more and more every week. Like all of us are getting uh, from WT Willie to Patrick to Retap myself. We're getting tons of messages on all the social channels with ideas for the podcast, with new battle royales, with should I fight a cougar, all kinds of stupid shit. So, you know, just keep hitting us up with it because part of the fun for us is engaging with you Brosners and hearing what your thoughts and your questions and your suggestions. So I, I'm really loving it. I love that it's interactive and yeah, thank for you sure. everybody for listening. And I think we're going to do a, yeah. we're going to do a live hang this week on YouTube live, right? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Nice. Live hang this week. We will announce it well, on For everybody socials. listening. Yeah. We'll, we'll announce it. Forrest will put a story up. I'll put a story up. Yep. On Insta, people are hitting us up. By the way, just for everybody who's hitting hitting up the Wild Times accounts, if we don't reply, it's just because there's so many messages. 
I, we'll get to them. Uh, you know, your messages are seen. It's just impossible to reply to everybody, but I sure as fuck try. And I'm drunk tonight, so I'll be replying to a few. Hey, good night, everybody. Good night. Peter, good you night. have beautiful blue eyes. You fucking piece of shit. Suck my dick. No, you're gonna fuck my mouth.